From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Connors Asabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Wow, hallelujah. You've been seated. I was trying to end the sermon, um, the teaching I've been doing on the Holy Spirit baptism. But I think that, I think that today of all days, I should at least continue for one day. What do you think? Yeah. Now, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, can you hear me at the back? Can you hear me? Odiah, can you hear me? Beautiful. Is that, um, uh, uh, um, okay. Can you hear me at the back? Sister Charlene, can you hear me at the back? You can. Okay. Sister Paulette, can you hear me at the back? Can you? Wonderful. Okay. So Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11. Verse 11. The Bible says that this is John the Baptist. You see, and when we talk about John the Baptist, we are talking about one of the greatest preachers ever lived. Jesus himself. You see, many people do not um, understand whose approval is important in this life. In this life, Jesus' approval is the most important approval of all. You see, people can tell you all kinds of nice things. Your fella can tell you nice things. Your banner can tell you nice things. Your girlfriend can tell you nice things. Your husband, your wife, whoever can tell even the congregation can tell us nice things. But the nice, Karen, I hear, one of the nicest things that you should expect to hear is what Jesus has to say about you. And Jesus said, Jesus made a statement about John the Baptist. He said that out of all the human beings that have been born, there's nobody like John the Baptist. There's nobody greater than John the Baptist. If you read that part of scripture as your quiet time, Taman, if you read that part of the Bible as your quiet time, you will have to, you will have to now ask yourself, what does Jesus mean? What does Jesus mean? Because John the Baptist never built a house. In fact, he didn't have a place to stay. The Bible says that his dwelling was in the wilderness. It means that he was sleeping in the open air. And the Bible says his clothing were that of camel's uh, 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 skin. And his meal or his food was locust and wild honey. That is the description of John the Baptist. In fact, one preacher, I heard a preacher say that if you ever take John the Baptist to the restaurant, he'll disgrace you. He'll disgrace because he can't take the fork, he can't take the knife, he can't sit down because he's not used to this restaurant city. He eats honey and, 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 and thighs. But Jesus said that this is the greatest human being ever lived. I'm sure if we were to take Jesus' assessment of John the Baptist to the Caribbean Court of Justice, we'll, prove, we'll tell Jesus that he's wrong. How can someone who never married, who never had children, who never went to school, who never drove a car, who never had a house to live in, who does not eat a tennis roll, how can he be the greatest human being ever lived? How? How? And that is why it is so important for us to 
stay close to our Bibles and read and do and think and behave the way the Bible expects us to do, think, and behave. Are you you with me so far? And so John the Baptist, the greatest human being of all, I don't know, if you were to vote, who would you vote for? The greatest human being ever lived. I'm sure you don't even think of people in the Bible. Just like when we are are naming our children, we never think of names in the Bible. If you were to vote, who is the greatest human being that ever? People say Martin Luther King Jr. Someone say Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Someone say Malcolm X. Some people say coffee. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the guy needs coffee. <laughs> Born up. I was at a, a place the other day, and a set of guys, you know, these GPL guys, you know, the, there's a set of guys, these GPL guys, they have a certain mindset. This, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. These GPL guys who drive the GPL, uh, GPL pickup, and they, they, they do this electrical work, when they all come together, there's a mindset. Oh, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure if you know. A lot of them are ignorant. Because what? Okay. <laughs> As they were talking, I was there. As they were talking, they were talking. Then someone said, Ah, Bonham. I said, oh, Lord Jesus. People let Bonham sleep. Oh. They will not let him sleep. It's still complaining for Bonham. So you see that without your knowledge of the Bible, your choice of the greatest human being will be a bad choice. In the sight of God, it will be a bad choice. But to you, it will be your most motivated and convicted human being. It's true. Now, if I ask you right now, who is your best role model in, in the world? No, none of the people in the Bible will be your role model. Yeah? That's why we never become anything much. Because the people that we, we maybe somebody's role model will be Skeng. Is it Skeng? Skeng. Skiben. Skinny Bang. Skinny Bang. Shenzhen. Is it Shenzhen or Sh- Sh- Shanghai? Or Guangzhou? <laughs> Some Chinese demons have appeared these days around here. <laughs> Mali. The purple Mali. Different colors of Mali. They're popping. I don't even know what Mali is. <laughs> Rakigang. Rakigang. It's a phrase. Ratigang. Ratigang. It's something. Me, all I know is Matthew chapter 3, John chapter 6. That's all I understand. If you invite me to a place where Skeng is coming, I'll not, I'll not even listen to you. I'll never listen to you. Are you telling me that, oh, Ben Hinn is coming to town? Aha, you see that I'll be there. Uh, you see, even though you come to church, you still go to Skeng and not go to Ben Hinn. And that is, that is why today is a very important day. The Holy Spirit is a very important person. And I'll come to that in a minute. Right, so we are just tracing Pentecost from John the Baptist. He is the one who actually revealed that a day like this was going to come. He was a prophet. He said that there's somebody coming after him. He said that if you are listening to me, if you are hearing my message, if you are coming to be baptized, then there's somebody who is coming after me. He said that person, he will baptize. He will not baptize you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Even that is, is, is mysterious. How do you baptize somebody with a spirit? He said he will, not only will he baptize you with the Holy Ghost, but he will also baptize you with fire. So, Jesus came. Jesus came. And John the Baptist said, this is the guy that I've been talking about. 
So not long after that, John the Baptist was arrested and he was jailed. So the floor was open for Jesus to begin his preaching ministry. And he spoke at length about a lot of things. In John chapter 14, if you are there, John chapter 14. If you know that part of the Bible, John chapter 14, no problem. Uh, uh, it's tender. I don't know if you were afraid of the lightning and tender earlier. I'm sure some big people are afraid. Prince, were you afraid? <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay. Where are we? John chapter 14, if you will. Okay. A bit um, a little higher earlier. Just now. Um, verse 16, 16, okay. verse 16, John chapter 14, verse 16. He says that, so, John the Baptist spoke about the Holy Spirit, that Jesus was going to baptize people with it, or with him. Then when Jesus came, John chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, for a good while, he never spoke about the, 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 the Holy Spirit. So, so you know, if, if you are following Jesus, you wonder, so, so when is he going to talk about what John spoke about, if that is one of your favorite topics? So in chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus says here that, he says, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Nikki Beaton, pay attention. <laughs> that the Holy Spirit will abide with you forever. Now, even if you underline the word forever, it means that the Holy Spirit was somewhat extended in his functionality and purpose than Jesus on earth. Are you, are you following? Now, Jesus came as a human being, so he was limited to the things that a human being can do to an extent. As much as he was both uh, uh, God and man, he could not live beyond a certain time. That's why he died at the age of 33. But it was important for him to go through all of that Yet somebody else, you know, we, we, we know that God is Father, God is Son, and God is Holy Spirit. Do we agree on that? Yeah, God is Father, God is Son, God is Holy Spirit. You don't have to understand. That's what it is. If you try to understand a lot of things, you will not be able to understand them. But it's very easy to understand also if you want me to explain. Now, I'm going to that now. And so Jesus as a human being was limited because Jesus couldn't come to Guyana to preach. He was limited to the Middle East, especially Jerusalem and its surrounding towns and villages. But God had a bigger plan and a bigger purpose. And Jesus was limited in that sense. So he had to be removed. And that's how God works. Anytime somebody cannot do what God wants them to do, God moves on to somebody else. God never lacks people to use. There's never going to be a scarcity of things and people that God must use. In fact, God can use the, the most unexpected person in this world. Because with God, the Bible says that God is not a respecter of persons. It means that God does not look at how good you are, how tall you are, how handsome you are, how beautiful you are. He just wants somebody who is willing to do what he wants them to do. 
So God knew that Jesus couldn't do much after his death. And so it was very, very important that he gives us another God who will be with us forever. And spirits are forever. Human beings are not forever. So that's why when Jesus entered into the flesh, he could not stay here forever. And so the best for humanity was to replace Jesus with another God who is not called Jesus, but he's called the Holy Spirit, who will be with us forever. Because God intends to stay with you and I until we are no more. I said, God intends to stay with you and I until we are no more. That is why you must believe in long-term relationships. I know many of you don't care your relationships, whether they are good or they are bad. Many people don't care about relationships. I don't care. If I vex you, I can. If I can't take you anymore, I snub you. I rest yourself. But that is not how God is. And if God is not like that, it means that we Christians should be like God. We must believe and then enter into long-term relationships. Slade, long-term relationships. It means that you and I should be linked and connected for the rest of our lives. You know, since I came to Guyana, I didn't know that some people, they don't believe in long-term relationships. So, my mind is long-term. So, people come into my life, God brings people into the church, I open up myself, we have a good relationship, then six years later, they're gone. Then I, then I left shocked, I left surprised. Because, to me, that is not what I was expecting. And they even go and then they say negative things. Which we have discovered lately that not, it's not only them who have things to say. And we also have things to say. We, we come out too. Yeah, we come out. Are you with me? Thank you. And so, God wanted human beings to have him as long as we are alive. Because what Peter, James, and John had, God wanted everybody, every, every single person he has created to also have that. But God was limited in that plan because Jesus was a human being at a point. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. That is why if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you know, and, uh, somebody was asking me if it's compulsory to speak in tongues. So I said, I won't say compulsory, but it's a necessity. Because when it's compulsory, then it's coming from the person who's given it. If it's a necessity, then it's coming from the person who needs it. And that is how most of the time our relationships are. Most of the time, we, we try to make, you see, when you think that somebody wants you to do it, you don't do it. But when you understand that you need it, that's when you go for it. <laughs> I'm saying that when it is a necessity, the, the onus is on you to find it. When it's compulsory, it's like somebody has to give it to you and you don't have any part to play in it. And God is not in that business where he has to do everything. God wants you, he wants you to, he wants you to desire and to want it. He wants, God wants us to have, need to have a relationship with him. He's there, he's waiting. If we choose him, he will choose us. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Are you following what I'm trying to say? And so this is God's plan, that he will be with us forever. Because when he created us as human beings in the Garden of Eden, there was no plan to separate himself from man. That wasn't his plan. It was long term. Can you stay in this church until you die? Many of you can't do that. I thank God for those who have stayed up to now. 10 years, 15 years, 16 years. I mean, at a point, when I was, I was in Madia, I was preaching, and I was making and I was using the people who were with me in Madia as an example. It was so beautiful that nobody with me was, nobody who had traveled with me has been with me for less than 10 years. And so I can go to a church and preach about a long-term relationship 
with all power. Because the people who are moving with me, they've been with me for more than 10 years. So I have a voice in that sense. So Jesus said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you. He, not me, he. Because Jesus couldn't do that. He will abide with you forever. Now if you go to the next verse, Matthew, uh, Mark 20 something. The comforter. That was the first one you brought up. And he says, verse 25, these things have I spoken unto you being yet present with you. But the comforter which is the Holy Spirit, the one who can be with you forever. How many of us want a relationship that will be forever? Most women are like that, isn't it? Most of you ladies, when you get a child with one man, you say, you won't go nowhere. That's how some of the men treat you bad. One of the things I've heard in Guyana since I've been here is that some of you women, when you make a child with one man, you say, I don't want to make a children with too many men. Just one man. Whether he's a dog or he's a sheep or he's a goat. Just one child, Father. I see, already you are disqualified because you think you think scratch you too much. That's why you need started. The, the, the fact that you started this thing is that you can't you can't have one child, Father. The scratching is too much. Irritation is too much. <laughs> the fact that you couldn't wait until you, you marry even makes you a, 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 you are disqualified from having only one child father yeah I, I, I think differently but you know you also have your own I think <laughs> So God is the one who originated with this long-term thing that makes us also want a long-term something. That's why people who do short-term, we have bad names for them. They use a dangle. Isn't it? Don't say you're a dangle. It's bad because you see enough men in a little time. Isn't it? You're a prostitute. You're a whore. You're a harlot. You've been dangled. You've been dangled back and forth, to and fro. Because it's from one to the other. You are not, you are not a stable person to, to be dependent on. Because a long-term thing came from God who created us. So Jesus said that, I will send you that comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. That is why you need to be born again to have Jesus in your life before the Holy Ghost will come. Because the Holy Ghost does not work outside the Jesus Christ. <laughs> he will say in my name he shall teach you all things underline this part because we'll come back to it he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance I'm preaching long today you know what I tell you I'm preaching long today yeah. <laughs> we have time we started on time I have time so I preach it long bridge close to the bridge of two, the canal number two bridge cross, not the harbor bridge. <laughs> not harbor bridge, the one over the, over the canal, it closed. You see, it's closed sometimes. It's closed. Yeah. He said, The comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. I can go on, but I, I, I want to just use this as a foundation to what I'm, what I'm talking about. So I'm actually just speaking a little bit about the influence of the Holy Spirit. That's the title of my message. The influence of the Holy Spirit. Look at what Jesus says here. Jesus says that when the comforter comes, he will teach you all things. Is that not influence? A lot of people have taught us things. People have taught us things. Somebody taught you how to suck a penis. Yeah? 
Somebody taught you that. You were growing up a little innocent child. And then somebody told you how to, how to touch people, Bamzi. Mother never, your mother never taught you that. Marilyn, did you teach you, you know about that? Please, no. <laughs> I don't know, Charlie told Alexis how to touch people. Nayamka, the sister Charlie teach you how to touch men. <laughs> so if you end up these, those things, it means that somebody, there's an influence from somewhere. And that is one of the greatest things in life. Influence. Influence. Whether you like it or not, some way, somehow, you'll be influenced. Some way, somehow. Even in a church, the type of person you get close to will influence you. That's why, as a shepherd, I watch who you play with and who you move with. Sometimes when I see you move with somebody, I ask myself, if you know where you're there born. Because I'm the shepherd. I know the sheep. It's when I see one sheep head button one like that. Then I ask myself, where are you from? Where are you there? Even if I ask you the question, where you know her from? You, you wonder, why is Bishop asking me such a question? He said, because you don't know what I know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the shepherd. I'm the caretaker. And I know almost everybody who is in my care. So when I see you going close to coronavirus, I'm asking, why are you, why are you going close to coronavirus? <laughs> Social distancing. You are, you are breaking the rules, the protocol. You are breaking protocol. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So one of the greatest things you and I need in life, especially in our Christian life, is influence. Because if you take Jesus and his disciples, Jesus influenced them. Hey, you can say brainwashing, I don't care. But you can call ours brainwashing. And the one that is doing bad to you, don't call it brainwashing, okay? The one that you, <laughs> the guy who you are taking pictures and sending to, you don't call that brainwashing. Call the preacher's own brainwashing. Why you go to church every Sunday? Have you been brainwashed? Okay, you call ours brainwashing. It's okay. Yeah. But the guy who will take you to Skeng concert, that's not brainwashing. That's a friend. A friend sits closer than a brother, right? <laughs> you see how people describe things? A lot of people are influenced. Whether young or old, you go through influences. The best influence for us is God. And God realized that if he does not change the system and give his spirit to everybody, people will lack influence from him. So he takes away Jesus at the age of 33. He said, finish your job. Let me send the people the greatest influence, that is the spirit that can be on Karen, that can be on Joshua, that can be on Ian at the same time. So that nobody will lack what he can provide for his children. He said, he will teach you all things. Let me tell you. When I was growing up, my first business I did was with a friend who passed away, I think, last year in a car accident. We were suppliers of paint. We were supply... We were... We were, we were uh, um, how do you call it? You know how you rent a place and you sublet? We were, sublet, we were subletted suppliers of paint, which means that the paint factory, Toginor, makes the paint. Then we buy it and take it home and we remake the paint. Yeah. After six form, that's the business I was doing. A friend of mine, he, they, they realized that the paint was so thick and nice. 
So no, people can't take that. Don't give stretch, stretching. So we go and buy about 20 gallons of paint. We come and then pour it all into one big drum and put in turpentine, you know, tinnus, and mix it and mix it. By the time we finish, the 20 gallons becomes 40 gallons. Ah, come and see. My friend was a business tycoon. We go around buying empty paint gallons. And then it was very interesting that the talking oil company will sell their labels also to the public. Yes, it was possible to buy labels. Yeah. So we go around people who have painted and thrown their things. We, we, people got, you know how people come for bottles and things. Aha. Then we have wire brush and clean it. They're clean. You put the label around it. So the 20 gallons we bought has become 40 gallons. The other 20 is profit apart from what is on the 20 we bought. That was my friend. Influence. He shall teach you all things. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you that if you are, if I am preaching this message to you because God is saying that there's somebody in your life who's influenced you the wrong way. That is why people try to break you from the church and break you from the relationship with your pastor because they don't want you. The devil doesn't want you to be guided and to be influenced in the right way. That same friend. So, oh, we used to, we used to do business. You see how people be calling him. Charlie, oh, my paint is finished. You see, Charlie, we have to do more. Every, every evening was a, was a bar. Guinness. Beer. A chain. I mean, look at me wearing chain. Your chest is open and the chain is right there in your chest. Like, can you imagine me with a, my chest open with chain right here? Yeah. The money was flowing like water. I had just finished A-levels. Small boy. Didn't know anything. My father was, you know, so Mr. No, Mr. You know, no trouble kind of man. So he kept us safe from trouble. Then a next door neighbor now takes me and teach me all things. <laughs> then one day, he had two girlfriends. One day, the two came to catch each other. It's called clash. <laughs> the two came. One came from a village. So he decided to give me a back pass of the village one. He said, brother, I love you, me, brother. Take this village one. I'll take the one from town. He begged me if I will I will, I will keep her in my room so that she won't see the town girl because after she goes to the village, it's town girl, you there with? So she, he is not sacrificing town girl for village girl. <laughs> so he needs somebody to entertain the village girl so the town girl doesn't get around with him. Lo and behold, who, who does he want to teach all things? Is he friend? So he passed the girl to me. I've never been in a situation like that. First time. I didn't know. If I, I, I couldn't do anything because I didn't even know what to do. How do you do something to your, your friend's girlfriend? I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> I know about my girlfriend, but somebody's girlfriend. It's a completely different story. Because the next morning or two mornings, she's going back. It's not my own. How do you handle such things? I know some people, they don't care at all. They'll eat and then, <laughs> well, uh, well, James, you eat and then you just run your mouth. And you even belt. Where are you coming again? And when, when, he passed, when he passed head to me, he said, Charlie, feel free. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All things. He, he, he shall teach you all this. Oh, 
Ah. I, I tried cigarette one time. When I did it, <laughs> I said, nah, this thing can't work for me. That's why I did it. I, I couldn't smoke. One time. Marlboro. Yeah. So, if somebody will influence you. No, I, I saw, I don't know what I was, Linden Town there or something. You see how people can wear panties and brassier like they're heading good and take picture and put it on Facebook? That is, you see, you can call that brainwashing and stop telling us that we are brainwashing church members. Call that one brainwashing. When the people in the outside, in the way, say, all black. The person is not your father. He's not your mother. He didn't buy any uh, uh, food. He didn't take you to school. You go and find all black and go to the party. Is that not brainwashing? I can't tell you bring white to church because some of you bring cream, not white. You calling us brainwashers? People influence you out there more. And that's what God, God, God is trying to fix that by introducing the Holy Spirit. He will teach you. He will teach you. If you'll be a good student, the Holy Spirit will teach you good things. He'll teach you nice things. He will influence you. In Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. If you have yours right there. Matthew, Matthew. Matthew. So many, many years ago on a day like this, that's when the Holy Ghost came. Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. Influence of the Holy Spirit. Another parable. Speak he unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto living, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal. So the whole was influenced. So the whole flower was influenced. <laughs> New Living Translation. The Holy Spirit is likened to yeast or baking powder. You see how those who know how to bake... You take flour, you put all kinds of things inside with yeast. This, 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 this. And then you put it in the oven. My God. Bread is nicer when it's hot. My mother used to take care of students. She was a matron of a school. And used to cook for them breakfast, lunch. <laughs> oh, he bakes the bread in the, in the, in the furnace. And then when he takes it out, you, you teeth one and you cut, you put butter. He's ah! The butter will be influencing the bread. <laughs> it melts. You don't think about egg and... No, 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 no. Hot bread and butter. Ah. Ah. You eat and eat. Uh. The mommy will be talking. Mommy will say, who take the bread? Who took the bread? Say, mommy, not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeast is able to affect a dough. And that is how influence is. You go to school, you grow up in a neighborhood, people influence us. But you cannot be a Christian and allow anybody else to influence you but your the Holy Spirit. So do not, do not take yeast for, or the Holy Spirit for granted or don't take influence for, for granted. I said, well, one day I, I had an um, opportunity to handle a couple's marriage and the wife was complaining. The wife said, my husband is watching a lot of pornography and then when he's done with that, he wants to use me as a pornographic movie. 
Experiment. Yes, he wants to use me for practicals. He said, he said Pastor, I've allowed it one, two, three times, but I'm tired. I can't, I can't act in the movie anymore. I'm not a movie star. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All kinds of things. He says he doesn't like the, the, the front door. He likes the back door. How can, you, how can you build a house and then when you're going inside, you use the back door when there's a front door for you. You build the front door for yourself. Now you're using the back door. <laughs> Mr. King is laughing. No, the front door, the front door shows that you are the owner of the house. The back means that you're a thief. You TV. You TV. The wife said, Pastor, he'll fight me and I get tired and I'll allow him. He'll fight me and I'll get tired and I'll allow him. He'll fight me. He said, But Pastor, to be honest with you, I'm tired. <laughs> it's Guyanese, right? <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> What, as, as a pastor, what do you tell such a church member? Because the, the, the husband is not even around for you to say, Bye, sit down. Where the born? There was stupidness. The guy is not even there. So, what do you tell the lady? Oh, because sister, you should pray. Keep praying. Influences, influences. Sometimes a lady will get close to a lady and make you feel that two ladies is better than a man. Man is a dog. <laughs> yeah. Influence. Influence. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 6. Influence. And so today, thousands of years, thousands of years ago, is when the influencer came down on earth. The influencer, the great influencer. And Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. You go to the next verse. Seven. What does he say? And they discuss among themselves, We didn't eat any bread. Aware of this, Jesus said, you of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves that you do not have bread? Don't you understand yet? Don't you remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets you collected? Or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many large baskets you collected? Why is it you don't understand that when I told you, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees? It wasn't about bread. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the yeast in bread but of the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The things that people tell you, the things that your mother tell you, the things your father tell you, the things your grandmother tells you, the things your teacher, sometimes even in school, some teachers don't teach you, they talk about foolishness, talk about church, talk about that there's no God, before they even teach the subject that they've been paid to teach. Teach the syllabus, that's what you call brainwashing. Beware of the teaching because teaching has a certain impact on a person's life. That's why Jesus said when he comes, he will teach you all things. It is teaching you need. It's teaching. Teaching. Teaching, teaching, teaching. Teaching. Jesus came, he 
teaching, teaching, teaching. Teachers are very important in life. That's why a good teacher helps you to pass your subjects or that's not a bad teacher helps you to fill your subjects. Teaching, teaching. Some people go to school for five years and at the end of five years they get six in, in, in mathematics. You are not taught all things. As the teacher is trying to influence you in the class, somebody in the class is also trying to influence you to ride bus. And then a form three student, you by friend is a conductor because you want to ride bus. <laughs> You're a ratiga. Yeah, ratiga. As the teacher is trying to put things in your head, then somebody who's sitting next to you is throwing paper. Throwing paper. Yeah, with things written on it. As teacher is writing, somebody's throwing paper. Now when it hits you, you, you jump and you say, oh. you open it. You say, I love you. Can we meet after? You just, you, you, you try it back and say, hey, what are you people doing? Influence. I went to Tiger Bay many years ago when I started a church. <laughs> to try and get people to come to church. I used to have Bible study in Tiger Bay. A soul is a soul. I went around looking for one lady who used to come. When I, I used to drive my car, I used to have these foldable chairs, 10 of them in my trunk. When I go anywhere and I feel like having Bible study, I take them out and we sit and we have Bible study. I came for church. That's what I came for. So when I go to Tiger Bay, I take them out and I arrange them on, by the street side. And the people will come and sit down and have Bible study. Week after week. So there was a lady, I was, when I was ready, people cooking and doing that kind of thing. So I said, let me go around and look for them. I entered one house, one fancy house, mansion. <laughs> In Tiger Bay. A condo. <laughs> that time, I think MTV was around. MTV, you know the music, music channel that plays 24 hours with Adam Fancy thing. And there was a baby, a baby sitting in a, like a baby's pram, pram, in front of the TV. There was nobody in the, in the, in the condo. Nobody. The TV was on loud, and the baby was sitting, watching. No cartoons. MTV. Then I see a woman with a big bouncy. The, is the, uh, the whole Bamzi was what was on the TV. You couldn't even see the, the face of the person. And come and see how the woman shaking Bamzi and the little girl was sitting and watching the Bamzi. Two mornings, you see the little girl shaking Bamzi. Two mornings, two mornings. No baby shark. It was one of these, you know, this kind of, you know, these bad parties that people go, you know, and you know there are some of these girls around. Is it twerk you call it? Twerk. They, they, they can really go down and push their bumsy back like that. And then, hey! <laughs> I'm sure you can do that. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Who, who is that? Who is that? I'm sure. I'm sure you can. He says, I say you. Yeah. You see that where you're white, like, yeah. You see what God has done? There's no Guyanese woman who can, who can, who can, who can clap. I don't even know what it means, but I'm saying it. <laughs> I don't know what clap means, but I know you know, so I'm saying it. <laughs> yes. Influence. 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 
Are you friends? Is that your daughter? Is that your daughter? <laughs> you see how she's sitting close? She's frightening influence. <laughs> this tells you that she will not let her go to places where she knows it's a bad place. It's a good example. Even God can't pass through. <laughs> to a child, you love your child and then from nowhere she becomes a devil and we have seen it over and over again that my sister comes to church, even in a church she says, no way, put your chair next to me yeah, let, let's disturb the arrangement of the chairs in the church, no way them ashes, but come sit next to me she's not going to allow Anybody to come and spoil, spoil her daughter. If you like, after church, you go and say, Oh, hi, sister. You see how the, woman, the mother will watch you so, watch you so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, they, when we finish church, she said, Girl, come, let me go. Let me go. They say, What? Wait, wait for what? Come, let me go. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why I don't allow my son. To go to school by himself and come by himself. He goes with a car and comes home with a car. As much as it has its disadvantages, please. I want him to hear gospel music in my in the car. <laughs> no scam. Yeah, no Sometimes you can compare those people to those who are left on their own to go to school, bus riding, and the music and the things that have gone into their spirits. It's different. I agree. It makes them a bit more stronger. It makes them a bit more bolder to change bus and get off here and get off that. But that comes with a package. And I think that they need a bit, a lot of the Holy Spirit before at the point you, you let them lose little, 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 little. Okay, you, from the bridge, catch bus. I'll meet you right there at the corner. I, I take you back home. That, that small influence is enough. <laughs> let me take you back into the car. Let me, the, the influence, what you have been influenced by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my, my girl children, I never allow them to go to school. You see, if you bring a child into the world and you, can't, you don't have time for the child, then something's wrong with you. My two girls, no, 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 no. Lois, Lois will, when I'm talking to Lois, you tell me that this little boy here, he gets, because she didn't have a phone until she finished CXE. Phone for what? So her friends will create Facebook account for her. Some Facebook account called Abini Blue. I remember it up to today. Abini Blue. Who is Abini Blue? Which child? It's called Abini Blue. That's not the name I gave she. Friends created a Facebook account for her in school. Gave her the password. So when she comes home, you think that she's doing homework. She goes on Facebook, locks in with Abini Blue, puts her password, and you are on Facebook, she's on Facebook, and you don't know who is she. <laughs> she's friend for her destiny, and you don't know who is When I discovered, I said, how did you get a Facebook account? A friend created it for me in school. Yeah. My second daughter, she went to a school. Lunchtime, KFC, pizza, KFC. And she started getting very much conscious of money. Yeah. One of the teacher called me. He says, please, can you come to school? I went. The teacher had 50 US dollars. He said, I saw it on your daughter and I took it. Is it yours? I said, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Because she's in a group where lunchtime, Pizza, lunchtime, KFC, lunchtime, DQ, Mario's. She father's give, she father's give she food. Mommy's give she food for tech. 
Bora, rice and bora. Stew. Yeah, chow mein. With chicken foot, chicken foot. Chicken foot and chow mein. Yeah. When you talk to your sisters, you should talk school. Because you will think that there are things that we don't know. But we have had two before you. So we have experience. We have experience. <laughs> so when you talk to them, you must ask questions. They will tell you. <laughs> yeah, they will teach you all things. <laughs> yeah. I went and collected my $50 quietly. Hey, when she came, I took my belt. Home. Twelve lashes, punchy batty. My US dollars? At least Guyanese dollars, not US dollars. <laughs> Stand to your feet, somebody. Hallelujah. I don't must watch me good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Influence. So on a day like this, thousands of years ago, the Spirit of God came down to influence us in the right direction. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking to us, I pray. Lord, indeed, we will open ourselves to your influence. Because you have a very quiet and soft and simple way that you teach. Help us to recognize the simple things that you are inside. Because there are so many simple and straightforward things that you are inside that we never recognize. I pray for sensitivity of the spirit for these ones. I even pray, oh God, that you fill us with your spirit and baptize us afresh. The Holy Spirit and with fire. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Um, you're here this afternoon. It's almost one o'clock. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit comes only on people who are saved. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, will be sent in my name, in my name, in my name. So when the Holy Spirit comes first, the first question he will ask you is, if you know Jesus, if you don't know Jesus, he will not fall on you. He will not come into your heart. You're here this afternoon. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to be born again. The Bible says that except a man be born again, he cannot see, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Bishop, my hand is up. Please pray for me. I want to give my heart to God. If you're here like that, I want to pray with you. Just your right hand up high. Bishop, please pray for me. Your right hand is up. Just, just your right hand. Just your right hand. So my right hand is up. Please pray. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. God bless you, my dear. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. If you lifted up your hand, you want Jesus to come into your heart. You know, sometimes we, we are shy. Sometimes we are afraid. Because we, we, fully, we don't fully understand this aspect of the service. This is what keeps you away from hell. This, this, this prayer that we're going to pray is going to remove you from the path of going to hell and put you on a path of going to heaven. So if you are standing and you know deep inside your heart that you are not born again, you are not saved, if you die right now, you are not sure where you will go, this is a prayer for you. Don't be afraid, don't be shy. Come to the front before I pray for these ones. For God, so love. Come to Jesus. He wants to come into your life. That he gave his so I believe.
What's your name, my dear? Selena. What's your name, sir? What does it mean? In French, it means um, successful. Success, successful. I know there's no success without God, isn't it? You know that? Wow, and not Celine. What was your name again? Selena. Wow. Close your eyes, lift up your hands, and pray this prayer after me. Church, join in as we pray together. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth. That Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died for me. I believe God raised Jesus from the dead. I open my heart. And I receive Jesus. To be my Lord and my Savior. From today, I believe that I'm saved. I am born again. I am a brand new person. My name is in the book of life. And I am a child of God. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.